welcome back. We've got another great one. This is part two with my conversation with Mark England of Vocabulary. Check it out. Welcome back, everybody. We got part two here with Mark England. <laughs> wow, butcher your name. Mark England, co-founder of Procabulary. We're, uh, we're just diving in on something I find very, very interesting because I've been able to use Procabulary myself and it's changed my game completely. And I thought I'd want to get in touch with you for sure because the, the majority of my audience is either musicians or music lovers. And like you said, this stuff is for everybody who thinks and speaks and speaks and speaks well so that's like if you breathe you you should probably be listening right so <laughs> if you've got a pulse you should probably listen right so and not probably no let's let's fix that one let's definitely listen right solidify that language <laughs> my man i was just giving examples i was trying to like showcase what vocabulary can do right um and you did it you did it bingo. in style bingo right on so uh, let's dive in with uh, specific to musicians. One of the biggest things about the lifestyle I find, especially after being up at the conferences in Edmonton, I just got back from Breakout West, second biggest cool. uh, music conference uh, in Canada here. And the biggest thing we, we saw in fielding questions was how to manage stress, how to rest and recover with the demands of the lifestyle. So first question to you, bit more of a personal uh, angle on this. Do you believe that stress kills? Yes. It, it, it kills joy. It absolutely kills joy. It kills enthusiasm. A little bit at times perfect great great fuel for the fire but you don't want to run on that no doctor that i know of uh, maybe i correct me maybe it's different canada hey <laughs> has any doctor ever, ever recommended a, a high stress diet for you as a as a path to longevity and health oh god they should be fired <laughs> no yeah I right I, no no not agree. at all no and this is something that I've talked to the guys at, on Barbell behind the scenes about is that most people do not know how to down-regulate their nervous system. People get stuck in an up-regulated state, a large part of that coming from conflict language, which I'm happy to break down into its components if you, if your audience, you think your audience would – uh, find that beneficial. Oh yeah. And and when people do give themselves those those pauses, time to reset, and there's a variety of ways to do that. Then they're taught. Then 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 we're that's the very basis of a, of the conversation of longevity, regardless of what it is. Business, entrepreneurship, okay, working out, playing music, emotional endurance, okay, so staying on that buzz, stressed out, always on the go. It's an idea that is sold, and yet very, 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 very rarely does it end happily. 
So I want to watch, I want to look at the people that are doing what I enjoy doing. They've been doing that for 20, 30 years. Okay. How have they stayed in the game? Mm -hmm. What do they do? And a large majority of them, they have, they have their times to push and they also know how to, how to, how to, how to come out of that, that upregulated state. Um, A lot of that comes down to awareness. Awareness of how we're breathing. In vocabulary, we call that the great transition. If someone is in a... And I'm all for intense experiences. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends are rock and rollers. And I understand what that lifestyle entails. It's attractive. It's alluring. It's seductive. Cool. Go there. Go there and have all the experiences and learn, learn to practice resetting yourself. For me personally, two things, walking and meditation, not walking meditation, walking and meditation, how I start my day. And I'm, I've been seven days a week on this for a long time. Seven minutes after I'm awake, I'm out the door. Awesome. I'm still like wiping my eyes out, the <laughs> and it's it's how I like waking up. Okay, it puts it puts me in a certain space mentally and energetically, to where I I navigate my day well, and I am busy. I'm a co-founder of a business. Okay, I'm an entrepreneur, and that. Wearing the the hats that we do, we push the envelope. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's not the rock and roll lifestyle, but again, you know what? It kind of is. Sure is. It's 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 the same grind. I mean, you know, we we we've, we've talked. Oh yeah. And so the second thing, meditation. It's we'll be finished up here about six p.m. I've been I've been leaning in to work on for for work for about eleven hours. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna meditate settle back into myself. So down regulate. And then guess what? I'm coming back out and I'll probably finish up work tonight about 1030. Okay. So if someone likes to party hard, if somebody likes to burn the candle at both ends, mm-hmm. cool. Learn, learn to learn to blow the candle out at certain points in time. What ask yourself the question, how am I going to do this for 20 years? <laughs> okay. Right. And if you can't see yourself doing it for 20 years, then you're very likely not. Add in some practices, some well, practices, I said it. So you can see yourself having longevity in whatever it is that you want to get great at because guess what? My, my but the guy I'm staying with he's it's tomorrow night. He's going to to go listen to a couple of uh, couple of blues players. They're in their their late seventies. Wow! They've been playing for over fifty years. So done right. I mean, is there any end to 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 how much someone can know about music? No, I don't think so. That's one of the things that's attractive to. To, to playing for, for me and um, 
you know, I know that in my 70s, I'm not going to be practicing martial arts, especially the way I am now. <laughs> so what what can I do? What is what is what is intriguing? What's interesting? As far as a practice, something that I will always have room to grow into music. There's there's a lot of beauty there. Anyway, that's that's a, I know that's a little bit that's about me and this is about your listeners. Connect the dots. Connect the dots about what ways of thinking limit the way you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Connect the dots between what you say. I say this in the TED Talk. Connect the dots between what you think and what you say and that constriction, that stress response that you get. Okay, And the fastest way to, to generally speaking, the fastest way to let go of this Mike, is to slow things down. Okay, back to the down regulation. We help people. A lot of the a lot of the coaching that we do, a lot of the trainings that we do, is developing the understanding that there is the someone's innate ability to use their language differently, to upregulate themselves when necessary and downregulate themselves when necessary. Most people are stuck in that that upregulated state to their detriment. Yeah. I want your listeners, if they're in the music industry, have long, amazing, fruitful careers. As I would assume they want to as well. Mm-hmm. Being able to, to, to bring themselves, oh, it comes back to being centered a lot of the time. Yeah, no, I would uh, I would agree with the conversations I had this last week. That's the biggest fight. I mean, and even having those conversations, there's so many examples. I was just having a little mark on my shoulder being like, he translate that, he translate that, <laughs> he translate that. Oh, boy. And it's what I find magical, if you will, about I will the, the music industry is that we're often dreamers. We have this creative, everything will work out. We're just going to... In the end. Yeah, right? Sure. Put, <laughs> put, put the effort in, you know? And then you hear that, and it, uh, the perfect example, actually, this is something I'm really proud of, and this I picked up from our, uh, our CEO at InLive, which you've, uh, you've got a good relationship with as well. And, Thank you for that. And hey, anything I can do. One of the other things I learned about meetings, and this was my first experience with the, the way language shapes punctuality, is we started our meetings at 12.07. How powerful is that? Confusing as all hell when you first look at it. But I, got, I put my, because they gave me a wellness room, and I put my clinics on an 07. And they're like, did you mean 07? I was like, yeah. Absolutely. It's been proven that people will be late if you give them a 12 o'clock-ish or 12-ish or show up by noon. It gives them free reign on permission to be late, which one of the other biggest things that I've really learned since going through core language is solidify at 12.07. I didn't have anybody late from my wellness room. (laughs) What's furthermore... After we got permission from that on my wellness clinics, I found out Breakout West was running shuttle service from the hotel downtown Edmonton to the airport and to the bus depot and stuff. Guess what time 
the shuttles were leaving. Not on, on the O seven. On the O seven. So I felt I felt pretty good on that. So big shout out to Vince Danielson, CEO of uh, of Inlive, for introducing me to that way of thought because it made everybody on time. People were there at twelve, so they were seven minutes early. The drivers who were volunteers, God bless their souls. They were like, wow, this is insane. This what what happened to musician time? And there's an ongoing joke, Mark. Like, how many times <laughs> you heard like singer lead singer time? He's gonna be here like tomorrow, you know? And <laughs> if you give them like permission to uh to do that for themselves, they're gonna take full advantage because they don't have the I don't know, accountability? What would you call it? What is it? How do we change that? Accountability and consideration consideration for other people in in the in the room the other band members how much do you appreciate do other people appreciate timeliness in the music industry how much of a rarity is it how much of a commodity is it man and if it's rare if it's a rare thing then that's a very interesting specific thing for your audience to to contemplate developing if a lot of people aren't doing something and it's highly prized in an industry start doing it yeah, I would agree. I'm famous for that. I am I am a punctual, punctual man. This is this is me. Let's say our call I'm I have a coaching call at one o'clock. At twelve fifty-eight, I'm doing this. Waiting. <laughs> at twelve fifty-nine, I'm like this. And when one o'clock hits, I hit that button. I've been doing that for a while now. And it sets a tone. It it sets a precedence. We will be training coaches in the next 18 to 24 months and that's the very first thing that's going to come out of my mouth you want to learn a language you want to learn the language work wonderful you want to learn to work with other people wonderful you're going to be on time you're going to master your time Mark, your underwear is ready <laughs> well put Yes. And your underwear and, is ready. <laughs> I'm at my, uh, yeah, I'm at uh, uh, my friend's uh, printing company. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and that's him. That, that's the CEO. Oh, so wonderful. There you go. The, 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 the president and CEO, so the, the idea that, you know, leadership has to be all starched and proper. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. We're much more chance. fun than that. Heck yeah, man. That's perfect. No, not to lose you from your point, though, that is... There you go. So I've got a, I've got five minutes to shave off my time. I was starting behind, and uh, if I if I want to be a part of that team coaching, I better fix that by about ten minutes. So I understand. It's quality. It's practice. Oh, it is. It's it, a practice skill set, just like anything else. Absolutely is. I'm, that's why I'm grateful for more eighteen to twenty four months because I can actually build that practice. <laughs> you ready? You're ready? Exactly, man. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Yeah, that's a rarity. That's something I take a lot of pride in. It's. Um, it's once in a blue moon for myself for punctuality. And I see that in the music industry. I see that as a personal trainer and, and, uh, as a coach, you, man, that's also something that has gone by the wayside in, in coaching and personal training. People think it's okay to show up three minutes after the hour when these people are paying upwards of a hundred dollars, uh, an hour for you. That's, that's, mm, you know, so I've set myself apart. I'd like to think and in, in being early, if I'm on time, I'm late. So 
for the listeners out there, it's good practice, especially in the music industry, because I'm sure you sure guys thing. you guys could relate when a sound guy is there and the band is actually ready for sound check. Holy shit, is he happy? How much more likely are those people to get calls for work in the future? Can't even put a number on it. They're going to be the only ones. Absolutely. Punctuality. Yeah. So now let's talk about a few other translations that are that are common. I know I sent you a list in there. Uh, just getting you thinking of the things that are pretty common in, in, in bands for me. It's always been the it's been the on the stage oh I can't do it's always the can't. It's always the the, and we can talk about maybe give a little bit of a, an overview of some of the conflict language that uh, and, and your definition of so and when we say something like can't don't won't shouldn't all those okay well that's great but what can you do what are you in power of and um, maybe walk me through like a, a translation and uh, and something that's common sure thing so what you're talking about right there specifically in vocabulary terminology are negations can'ts, won'ts, isn'ts, don'ts, shouldn'ts, nots, hasn'ts, haven'ts. Those force us to focus on worst case scenarios. Okay? I can't keep making all these mistakes. What am I now envisioning? Mistake. All the mistakes. All the big mistakes that I've made in the past and what will continue to happen if I keep making them in the future. What does that do? Puts me in a stress response. Back to the process. What does that do to my breathing? Traps it in my upper chest. What does it do to, as far as performance is concerned? What does that do for my ability to get in the zone, so to speak, and let the music flow through me? We work with a lot of athletes. And that's why we got on Barbell Shrug. Right. And that's, it's, it, it's the terminology, getting in the zone, yep. okay, as opposed to what? Being up in your head, yep. okay? You've, uh, you're a musician. You've obviously had experiences where you're so part of the process, it just flows right through you, right? The mind is so oh, inconsequential. Absolutely. I compare it as long track speed skater as well. It's the same thing. You, you have a flow state. You have flow states. Yeah, you have you have your in the zone. You just you're mindless with it. It's just coming natural. It's coming through you, your sport or your music. And that's what I'm trying to connect is the musician athlete, right? That's the next project. You know, oh, there, podcast that's really first. Cool. Yeah, it's it's connecting the two because the the training style is the exact same for me. There's no difference. It's just um, it's just a matter of how that flow state generates, really. When you're in those flow states as a musician, where are you breathing? You actually have to think about that. I don't even – that's a – it's through the nose. It's definitely not out the mouth. You're not, you're not, you know, panting or anything. It's through the nose, down through the di- – like into the belly, belly breath. Exactly. Yeah. Abdominal breathing. When someone's in a stress response – they're breathing up in their upper chest, shallow breathing, labored breathing. That's the mind. That's fear response. Mm-hmm. When someone's the, the flow state is is it's incompatible with a fear response. 
Okay, so what we do is we help people understand and utilize their language to help them breathe more into their abdomen, make that the home. That is the great transition in vocabulary, going from a chronic or semi-chronic chest breather to a, a, a chronic or semi-chronic abdominal breather. And that takes, the flow state is magical. Very few people can call upon it at will, in my opinion. And we can make that possibility a probability through the leverage through leveraging how we think and how we speak and how we conduct ourselves. Think about that. That's interesting. How we conduct ourselves. A symphony. An orchestra. A conductor. Music. How a person conducts their life. There are parallels in the language. It's actually a very interesting point. That's, uh, I, I think I've... No, I, I have. I have definitely thought of how music is in that flow state. Because if you think about what you just example there, that the orchestra, you've got so many moving parts that all have to be there at once for the beautiful symphony to happen. If one thing isn't, say in a person before a practice, before a rehearsal, before a show, you start breathing chest heavy, but you're playing well still, but you're, you're saying things like, oh, I just can't, I know what mistakes I don't, you're thinking negatively. I, I shouldn't be here with these guys, these yeah. people. If they, if they really knew that I wasn't as good as they think I am. Yeah, maybe, probably. <laughs> just add maybe, in all probably. that. Let yeah. me trash myself in my mind, yeah. send myself into a stress response, and try like hell to get it right. Right. As opposed to me having a more... When someone studies vocabulary, they'll understand the why I say this. Having a more accurate conversation with themselves, about themselves having a clearer conversation with themselves about themselves, breathing better internally, and in turn making that the, the ability for the skill that they've developed, whether they're a singer, drummer, bass player, saxophone player, doesn't matter, for that skill to flow through them. Absolutely, whatever someone wants to do, get better at, you have to do the reps. And if you want to get really good at it, you have to do a whole fuck ton of the reps. Cool, Absolutely. great, good, go for it. Understand that and also understand that our identity, which is a ongoing, flexible process that we are all participating in the whole way through, is it is the foundation for you going to the top. It's where the rubber beats the road. How good are you and how 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 good are you to yourself? Mm-hmm. And then the one transcends the other anyway. You're better to yourself. You, exactly. You're gonna, then the, it's, it's a positive feedback loop as opposed to a self-fulfilling negative prophecy. Totally agree. Totally agree. That was one of the biggest messages that I tried to communicate too up, uh, up in Edmonton. It's just like if we put our personal wellness and our personal development at the forefront, our art is going to get better. It's just a matter. Awesome. Yes. It's, it's 100%. You it can't not. That's just like why all other – look at all any other kind of industry, IT, oil and gas, whatever the hell it is, 
they develop their people first and then the skills come in because they've got good people. They're good parents. They're good brothers. They're good sisters. They're good athletes if that's what they do outside. They're good authors if that's what they do outside. It all goes to the same place because they give a damn about who's inside. Right? Would you agree? 100%. It's... it's uh, yes. You said it very eloquently. It's coming from experience. I didn't do it for a long time. <laughs> it was I was focusing on elsewhere. I was focusing on how could I be the best sales. I was focusing on how could I get better at songwriting. I wasn't focusing on how could I just be a better human and just hope for the Indeed. best, right? Like it's like, come on, you know, if you're if you're gonna take care of yourself, everything else is gonna get better because you're gonna understand who that person really is. You're gonna understand your story. Well said. When someone understands there's one that they they are an ongoing process of a story they understand the story they understand the building blocks of the story they understand how the story what the story influences we've gone over that several times and to use a word that i mentioned about five minutes ago participation participation levels go up the more participatory someone is in their life the, by definition the more active they are Okay. The exactly. more control they feel that they have because they have more control. Of course. Okay. And that's important, man. I mean, I just, uh, I'm in, I'm in a print company right now because we just had a, a a meeting about a new set of core values that we're rolling out to their company, all of their employees. Next Thursday, we went over the presentation and all the particulars of it, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about embracing the chaos. Guess what? There's going to be chaos. There's going to be drama. There's going to be strife, struggle. Life throws curveballs. Yeah. Expecting that, that does a lot of good for me personally, and that's what we impart to the people that study vocabulary: is develop your story, lean in. Lean into the drama because it will happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, breathe. And figure out what gets you out of bed in the morning. And then do more of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very well said. Now, what do you... Man, it's such an issue. We could go on for hours on this stuff, but... What would you say for that one person that's super resistant to to the change? I've been in a band with with this person all the time. There's always one of them, and they're just a really, really negative. They're resistant to the change, stuck in their ways. And I think the foundation is they're unable to own their shit, right? The show wasn't good because the sound guy didn't have the levels right. Or, I mean, there weren't enough people there. You know, it's a Thursday night. It's a Thursday night in Calgary. It's a, there's a Thursday night in anywhere. It's going to be whatever. It's what you make of it. So for people that are pointing one finger out and having three back at them, what do you say in, in steps to kind of getting, getting through that? I opened presentations for almost two years with a, with a single question. Hey, everybody. I'm Mark. Thanks for coming. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? Everybody knows how they want to feel. 
Take a guess. Take a stab at some of them, Mike. Real good, right? Cool. They want to feel real good. What else do they want to feel? Energetic, empowered. Empowered, yeah. Yeah, with energy. Not tired, right? That's, a, that's right. another thing. How many times do we hear what, what we don't want to? Like, that's almost an easier question. But then again, you're already stepping into, we're so used to negations, right? We're so used to knowing what we don't want to feel like. Okay, well, that's great. And I've utilized this in my coaching uh, 100% since we started. Okay, cool. Don't let the knees cave in. That used to be something I always said as a cue. That's long gone in the trash. And I heard that on I heard that on barbell. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, mental note. <laughs> so it's shove the knees out. People know what that means. It's saying the same thing. It's just that how often did I see the client the knees coming in? Uh, in the band example, don't forget that new bridge. We'd have a, a writing session right before a rehearsal, and we change, tweak something. Don't don't be late to the writing don't, session. Yeah, yeah. Don't be late. Okay, well, should I be then? <laughs> You know, exactly, exactly. And therein lies the point of the question. Our language focuses our attention. We have something called a reticular activating system. Okay. It's the same piece of hardware that everyone has in their brain that when, let's say, let's say we're, uh, I'm in Calgary and I say, Hey Mike, come on over, dude. I got a new car. Let's go for a ride. You come over. It's a 68 Camaro. Sweet. We go for a spin. You drive it. It's rad. Guess what you will do when you see – guess what you'll start seeing more of? 68 Camaros. I was just going to say, rare, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We've all done it. That's that's because our, we have something in our brain called – Look, pl- please look this up. If you Google reticular – no, if you YouTube reticular activating system, the first video that, w- that will come up is a sketch art video, very cool, five minutes on the reticular activating system and what it does and why you want to know about it and what it does. So it, it we whatever we focus on, it deems that thing important mm-hmm. and – when once something is deemed important, it is now programmed to find more and more of it and edit out the other things. So let's say that 68 Camaro, you drive it, you're like, oh, that's so cool. And you start seeing more of those cars because it's now deemed important in your mind. And not only are you seeing more and more of those cars, you're seeing less blue trucks and red vans because the other thing – the reticular activating system does is edit out what it's not looking for. Right. So for someone who's always blaming other people and things, they're there, they have learned how to do that. They were not born that way. They have, their language has informed their reticular activating system to focus on the problems mm-hmm. and because it's learned or been programmed to focus on the problems guess what it's going to find more and more of the problems there could be 19 things out of 20 that went well with the set they focus in on the problem okay mm-hmm. they edit out the other stuff so how do we want to feel the good news is is that can be changed because we're in a process we're always in a process of thinking and speaking and creating mental imagery and energy and breathing and moving our body. All things, you know, considered to be normal things for normal people. 
All of that makes up our identity. We are very, very much. So the negative person, they're participating in that negative reality. They are the number one influence in how they see things. And asking the person, someone, how they want to feel. One, everybody knows how they want to feel. It, it focuses, it, it, it's using their language to focus on a solution, a, a, a quote-unquote positive outcome. And it also begins the process of putting them more back in the driver's seat to follow up with the, the car analogy. Okay. Controlling. Taking control, Indeed. right? Directing, yeah. directing Direct. focus. What, yeah. am I, what am I focusing on? What do I keep focusing on and why? What, connecting the dots. We talk about that a lot. What language keeps me focused on that thing? Is that, is, is, and is that thing what I want to be focused on? Do you want to be focused on the problems chronically? Right. Do you want to be focused? Do you want to be chronically focusing on the people that screw you over? Okay. Do you want to be focusing on the reasons why shit won't work? Or do you want, and guess what? When I do that, this applies to me a hundred percent. If I allow myself to do that, I send myself into that stress response and I oh, keep yeah. myself there as long as I'm staring at the problem, which I can for as long as I let myself do it. Okay. And the more uh, constriction that I create in myself, the less fun I am to be around. Okay. I'm that, I'm that dude in the band versus someone who's like, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, this, this, and this went wrong. And, you know, if we made these two adjustments and, uh, and yeah, we need to practice, we need to practice, we need to practice one more time a week. If we do that, then, then I see us going in this particular, I, I, I see us being successful. See yourself. Okay. For the people that see themselves as successful, how, how are they using their language in order to see themselves that way? Right. There's only one way. Yeah. There's only one way. It's called architect language. Hello, vocabulary. It's vocabulary is the art and science of. We've mapped out the language of conflict, chaos, problems, gossip, and failure. It's called conflict language, yeah. and the opposing force is architect language. It's the language of collaboration, the language of focus, momentum, drive, and success. And whether someone understands what conflict language and architect language is. If someone's, if someone's repeatedly failing at something, they're using their language in a certain way. I guarantee it. If someone's repeatedly developing their life the way they want to, whether they know it or not, they're using architect language because there's only so many ways I can piss myself off, Mike. There's only, there's only so many ways yeah. linguistically language is a, it's a mathematical algorithm. Yeah. If I say, if I put these seven words together and I equal this, I get that this for better or for worse, my body moves itself a certain way. It's not rocket science. And yes, it is an exceptionally under contemplated, under considered force in people's lives. Back to the education issue. Right. Everybody's doing it, dude. No. Yeah. Well, if hey. you're listening to this podcast, you're doing it. Absolutely. The whole way through thinking, listening, you're thinking. You ha you have to. It's behavior. Language. It's, it becomes. Uh, it's so common sense that we don't even 
Like we don't even realize we're doing it. It's so subconsciously comp- competent that uh, that we it's we right have our nose. It's right there. Yeah, it's and right under right there. Between our ears. <laughs> and that's where championship games are won or lost, right? Big time. Big time. It's all up there. So, I mean, one thing you brought to my attention that I want to kind of close down the the show here with is just the nature of both my book and also the podcast name, which you brought up. And I was like, wow, you're absolutely correct. How to survive the rock star lifestyle. The musician's guide to surviving the rock star lifestyle. And uh, I'll let you elaborate further on this and, uh, and then we can close down on where people can uh, change the way they, they think and, and speak and therefore their outcomes will surprisingly change. Maybe not surprisingly, but they will change. So, what's uh, Right on, man. What's the difference for you between surviving the rock and roll lifestyle and navigating the rock and roll lifestyle? The difference for myself, survival is just getting by, if that, sometimes. You're, you're it's tight. a struggle. It's a, yeah, total. Yeah, like, ah, like it, it sounds like it has to be too hard. Whereas navigating, as you're going through, you're much more relaxed, that's for sure. Not nearly as uh, conflict-ridden. It changes the mental imagery. It, crease, it, it increases someone's ability to, to stay in the game. Uh, how long can I survive this? Okay, i got to navigate this. And then go from navigating to owning. Owning the rock and roll lifestyle. For the people, so, so we, we look where we want to go, just like driving. Everyone that's listening to this show who is a musician has musicians they look up to. Is that an accurate statement? I 100% agree, yes. Okay. So for the people, yes, they're the, the people that, they're the musicians that you look at and you're like, man, that guy can play or that girl can freaking sing. Cool. Make notes. Look at what they're doing right as far as how they're playing and how they're singing and how they've gotten to be as good as they have. And also study the people that have, that have, that have been in the rock and roll lifestyle for a, for a long time and how they've owned it. Look for the people that have done it well and take notes. Why? So you can enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So on your suggestion then, in order to make this show more accurate for my listeners, what would... Uh... What, what would we do with the language in order to convey the more appropriate and accurate message? You're already doing it. You're already doing it. You're studying and contemplating language, and that is an ongoing study. It's an ongoing practice. Mm-hmm. I have insights about language and my language and how it influences me for better or for worse very frequently. So... Helping people understand that that general foundational aspect of that conversation that, oh, wait a minute, I am influencing myself with my words. That's a very interesting thing to think about. 
where where am I doing this? Where where am I causing where am I causing myself stress in my life, in my language? What language am I using? What words am I putting together? What sentences am I stringing together to create worst case scenario and you did this to me and she'll never let me really make up my mind for myself? Those kinds of stories. And then what language am I using? When I when I really excel at something in my life and things go well for me, how am I using my language there? What's the difference? Huge. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Big difference. Ownership, right? I like that. I like that word a lot. And it is much more accurate to what we're doing on this show anyways. Owning the rock and roll lifestyle. Either you own it or it owns you. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first. I think we're uh, we're making a a, a game changing name changing decision here. We're moving forward. We're owning the rockstar lifestyle. That's uh, that's a thing. That's going to be a great thing. That just gives a I much better buddy. feel. It's good. I like it. It's good. Feels. It's that energy we're talking. That's me up there, feeding back and forth. That flow state. That's uh, that's what we're talking about with the with the audience, with the crowd. Energy in, energy out. It's uh, it feels much better saying that. You know the uh the podcast now there we are how to how to own the rockstar lifestyle there um wow man what what great value i can't thank you enough for your time i know you gotta get running here to uh get back to to meditation get back into zen mode before you pick up another few hours of work so indeed i appreciate everything you have uh you have brought to us and to the show here um where where can people find you what can we do to uh to get a little more vocabulary in our lives. If people are looking at um, understanding the the pro- program that I went through too, the core language upgrade, I think that's a valuable start. What would you suggest? Go to vocabulary.org, click on courses. There's a three-minute promotional video on the course that you went through, Mike. The course is called Core Language Upgrade. In those three minutes, you'll understand what we do and why you'll take the pulse. And if you'd like to take the course, again, it retails for $299. If you want a $100 discount code, put in next level, all one word. Perfect. Take 100 bucks off. Oh, man. Wonderful, wonderful. There you go. Next level. And that's, uh, that's for all the musician types out there for sure, too. They got to get to that next level of the performance and uh, both on Good, and, and off stage, right? That's, that's what we do around here. I really appreciate Ownership. that. Absolutely, absolutely. And then outside of that, if people want to just uh, chat with you, what's uh, what's the best way to, to do? You got an email, you got a website, courseprocabulary.org. But uh, if they want to specifically pick the brain of Mr. Mark England, what's, uh, what's the best way about doing that? Look me up on Facebook. Perfect. Mark England Procabulary. Done, man. There you go. Easy. Get all the insight there, right? Perfect, my man. Well, thank you so much again once for your time. And uh, if I can do anything else to uh, to help spread the message and spread the word, I am uh, I'm right behind on this. It's changed my life. It's changed my game. It's uh, it's what's got me now to as we were talking before the call. Um, 
to to Australia. So we're we're heading down in November Very for cool. for five days, based on solid talk, based on architecture language that we're talking about. No more negations, no more iffy shit. I was just up front and get rid of that iffy shit. I did right. It was gone. And had I not, man, I I truly do believe I would not have had the same opportunities when when I went up there. So for those listeners out there, little uh, skeptics, watch that three minute video. Check it out. Next level. Okay, and uh, we're going to put this all in the show notes as well, Mark. So um, uh, Thanks, I, I just, I really appreciate your time. So I'll let you, let you get going and we'll be in touch soon. And, and uh, I'm, I'm sure you're going to have a, a few people really interested from the uh, Alberta music scene and Western Canada for sure. This is very it, cool. It, it shouldn't be a new wave, but it is. And it's, uh, it's a great new wave to, to bring about. So shout out to all your listeners. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, I appreciate it. Cheers, Mark. Take care. Cheers. Well, I got to admit, it's very, very crazy to me still. That's that's timeless knowledge from Mr. Mark England. Thank you so much to him. Um, amazing what language can do to shape your actions and your behavior. That's it. That's all. Till next time, stay sweet. Peace. You've been listening to Ratzoot RX. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the home of all things musician wellness. If you've not done so already, please subscribe on your favorite platform, rate and review the podcast. That's how this thing grows for me, and I'd really, really appreciate that. Also, I'd like to encourage you to head on over to my website, www.therockdr.com. From there, I'm going to give you a free 21-day journal to help you start each day the right way with focus, reflection, and help you keep it real. All right, we're going to build you some better habits in 21 days. There's a free download there at the bottom. Just click the link. Give me some contact info. Tell me where to send it, and it's all yours. Also, I'd love it if you just told me a little bit about yourself in the artist lifestyle checkup so I can give you a personalized prescription and tips or tricks to help overcome those obstacles like you know poor nutrition, poor sleeping habits, aches and pains in the body, all that stuff that's keeping you from doing the stuff that you really love. Okay, Head on over to therockdr.com, take the artist lifestyle checkup. We'll connect soon. All right, till next time, stay sweet. Peace. <laughs>